All right, Audrey, are you ready for episode four? I'm so ready. Four has always been my lucky number, so I have a really good feeling about this episode, and I think we're going to have a really good time. Let's hope so. Six is my lucky number, so I think six will be another good one. Well, it's not a very common lucky number. It's not, but it is my lucky number. What are we talking about this episode, Audrey? Today we're going to talk about our jobs and our experience at our work environment as transgendered individuals. All right. Come on. Jobs, occupations, careers. (laughs) Stress. Girl, (laughs) we could talk about for 30 minutes just about the hair that's falling out from the job force or whatever, workforce workforce to work environment so let me ask you then what do you do for work what is it that you do professionally for work professionally well of course most people know that i am a professional drag show girl i work all across the southeast doing my thing all that cool shit but when i'm not performing and doing my zhuzh i work as a full-time graphic designer at a print shop in Augusta, Georgia. Most of what I do is uh, textual design. Like I do a lot of books for people. I do a lot of flyers and funeral programs. Almost probably 80 to 90% of what I do is funeral programs. And I'm really tired of it. And I fucking hate sad families. Mm. I just don't know how to connect emotionally with them. But I'm so sorry you're sad. <laughs> I know. I don't feel good with crying. I understand. Like, my condolences. I understand that you you have this loss and it's very, very, very hard. But I have a day to make this booklet for you. And I need you to hurry up and get this shit together so I can get this out. Because I'm not staying late because you're too sad to pick out a couple pictures. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've never thought about that. Every time I go to a funeral, I never thought, you know, someone had to make this little brochure that I'm never going to keep. Um, I've never, oh, I, oh, Mama. I don't make brochures. Okay, I'm going full out funeral agenda books. Remember in elementary school when you get that fat ass agenda book? Oh, I make those, but they're like tribute booklets for families. I go all out, bitch. My shit's cute. Oh, that's cute. I've I've never thought about that. Not once at a funeral. Yeah, it's annoying. I need to quit making them so special so these people hurry up and get this stuff in. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you do, Audrey? I. Other than just staying at home, work in the medical field as a medical assistant, a doctor, doctor, certified medical assistant. I got to put the C there. Oh, Um, she's certified. Certified. Um, I work in an OBGYN office currently. I pussy. I see vagina all day long. I see a lot of pregnant women. That's my favorite part of this job is the pregnant women. I didn't think I would like it as much. Um, just basically cool. assist doctors all day. I just considered myself, you know, legally I can't say this, but it is a cheap nurse at the end of the day. But it pays the bills, though. So. You know, hey, girl, I always thought working with pregnant women would be rewarding. I'm it, sure a bunch of them are assholes, but the ones that aren't aren't usually super sweet. So, I mean, we do have low income individuals, which is fine. I love anybody. Um, but it, <laughs> she I, said, I, but fuck <laughs> poor people. <laughs> No, but they, um, I don't know. We have a lot of STD cases in pregnant women that we're recurring. Um, 
Mm. And it just, it, it's very emotional. But I mean, at the very end, you know, we get to see a woman go from four weeks to postpartum and I get to meet this baby that she had. Oh, that's so cool. So, I never thought about that part. Yeah. You get to meet the little thing that you saw growing. Yeah, I do. That's what's up. Whereas I've gone to family medicine here and there sometimes and I've gotten to work over there and it's boring. But over here, like I see these patients, they come in, some of them come in twice a week because they have to, you know? So yeah. I build like a good... um relationship with these women and i loved it so much it just makes me want to stay in my this field when you were younger i bet you never thought you'd be working with pussy all day i never in my life thought i would actually have to ever look at someone else's other's vagina and let me tell you i wish i could say they were beautiful okay oh but (laughs) no because you got to think about it. I work at a clinic. You come to the doctor for bad reasons. You don't come to show off your uh, good You know, I've had so to. You get full Arby's all day. I had to stare at the same vagina for about 15 to 20 minutes watching. And I'm sorry if you don't like medical stuff. Watching warts. Beef, <gasps> uh, you can get warts in your cooter? Yeah, you, yes. And I had to sit there oh and watch them get removed. So, it, for, and I just had to stand there crazy. with the light like. Go you. Oh, Audrey, I would have vomited everywhere. Not because it's a pussy, just because warts bothered the fuck out of me anyway. But thinking <laughs> of a wart on a... You know what? My dumbass. Genital warts. I thought they only grew on balls. I didn't no. think about them getting on a vagina. No. It's yeah, crazy. no. That's H just from HPV, which not many people know about. That's the... If you get genital warts, you most likely have HPV. So. I saw a pamphlet on HPV at the mall the other day. Oh, education. Look at you. All right. So talking about your job, when you started your job, did you tell them you were transgender? How did they figure out or do they know? So my current job, when I got hired, um, we'll, we'll start with my application. I put all female markers on my application. I put my chosen name and legally none of that shit has been changed yet. But I knew I wasn't going to say nothing until the moment they told me I got the job. So... I did the interview. Interview went fabulous, right? Mm. And then I start the week after the interview because I, you know, I destroyed the interview. It was amazing. As you would. As I would because I'm fabulous. And then I do all of my paperwork for, you know, all that W-2-9 shit, whatever the fuck it's called. Mm-hmm. And I had to give them my social and my legal name and all that stuff. And then after I hand my boss my paperwork... I'm walking around the office with a coworker and she's giving me like the tour and my boss calls me in and he's like, excuse me, excuse me. You told me your name was so-and-so, but this paper says so-and-so. And I was like, uh-huh. Yeah. That's my legal name. And the person that was giving me the tour was like, what's going on? <laughs> she did not know what was going on. Gooped. Keep in mind, the person giving me the tour is, like, she's a minister, and she's 40-something years old. So she's, like, not educated on this stuff at all. So she's just standing there. And then I was like, yeah, it's not my real name. Well, it's not my legal name. And he goes, are you um in the process of changing your sexual orientation? I Word for word, that is exactly what he said. And I just looked at him frozen. I was like, oh, my God, I'm about to get fired on the first day. But I go, <laughs> yeah. And then he goes, is there a word for that? And I said, transgender. Yeah, I'm transgender. <laughs> and he goes, 
that's nice. I'll I'll get used to it. And then he was nice and he's he's never misgendered me. He's never called me by the wrong name. That's what's up. That's Damn. but I knew I was gonna wait until after I got the job because if they were to been like, mm, you're trans, you can't get the job. Lawsuit. I have done that multiple <laughs> times. My the previous job I had, other than this job, when I got this job, we were moving here. I we were not in Florida yet. And I did the first interview and I went, I had to go, I went by my dead name, you know, and in my first interview, she asked me, you know, what are your preferred pronouns? So I was like, okay, it's not gonna be that bad. Yeah. So we went off better. and it was an HR lady and she's like, okay, cool. Uh, she's like, this interview went well. So the next step is you're going to do an interview with the uh, clinical coordinator over in that facility. Um, and depending on there, how it will go. So I went into the second interview like four days later on Teams, and it was my current boss and who was supposed to be my boss as well, but she got demoted the day after they interviewed me. Um, right. Yeah. But, um, and the interview went well. I, well, I won't say it went well. They asked a lot of medical questions, and it just the way they worded them made me feel like I was answering them incorrectly. And I was, it was my first medical job like interview like that and when i asked yeah. someone what to expect oh they're just gonna ask you personal questions no one told me i was gonna get quizzed okay it was a test it was a and they said there's no wrong answers i was like ma'am there's wrong answers to these questions <laughs> <laughs> so i get done with the interview and i'm like oh god that went awful i know you it. didn't think you were gonna get it. i did it and we were uh in kentucky and i got the call that i got it and i was like oh my god yes so I get the email, and they said, that my dead name, we are happy to offer you this position. And I sent an email, oh, fun fact, I go by Audrey, um, so if we cannot have to call me, I knew legally, because my name is still not changed, and my name on my certification yeah. is that name, and legally I have to write that name on certain documents. I get that. I was like, but when we interact, I prefer this name. And she was like, cool, corrected, fixed, done. And I was like, Perfect. Haven't had any. I've had some issues, but not with HR. Yes, yeah. I haven't had any issues with this particular job, for sure. Yeah. Let's see here. So going right into that, have you had any issues or any type of small with customers or coworkers that you can recall? Not even here. I mean, we've all had previous jobs transitioning that you can recall as transphobic or scarring or amazing. <laughs> or amazing. Or amazing. <laughs> At my current job, there is this lady that comes in a lot to pick up blueprints. And she always makes it a point to tell me how fucking beautiful I am. And I really appreciate it. Because sometimes I'll come in with makeup, but most of the time I don't because I hate putting on makeup when it's not for a show. If it's every day, I usually don't wear makeup. But on special occasions, I'll put it on and this lady will come in and get her stuff and she will just boost my head up. Mm. And it's really gender affirming. And I've only had a couple of customers misgender me at my current job, but they they've always corrected themselves or they just didn't know because, you know, sometimes I, I do dress kind of butch. Just saying. Not that it's it's right for them to do that, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, I love to look like I ride a motorcycle sometimes. Oh. Even though I don't. You're giving that kind of realness. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Straight off the bike. In previous jobs... I've had some couple incidences. Um, when I first started my transition, I worked at Walmart. 
I know. Get this. I was a gun salesman. I remember this. I worked at, in the firearm department at Walmart. And I was starting my transition and all that stuff. And one of the managers told me, because um, I had expressed to them that, hey, I'm going to be changing my name soon. And I'm going to be looking a little different when I'm coming into work. <laughs> and they told me, well, if you do that, you're not going to be allowed to be on the schedule anymore. Uh, and they were like, because this is back when Walmart was like, they had like a lot of anti-gay stuff in their thing, which wasn't very long ago. No, it this wasn't. was twenty sixteen, seventeen, something yeah, like that. This was four years ago. Yeah, and they they had just changed their policy like a year or two after, or some shit like that. I don't fucking remember, but they told me that they would fire me if I started transitioning on the job. That they is... wouldn't let me dye my hair. They wouldn't let me transition. That's some bullshit. I had a rainbow button on my thingy, and they wouldn't even let me wear that. Nope, I would have left immediately. I mean, not that you know, I not. Oh, I did. I, I quit know. that day. I just, I don't. <laughs> but I've had multiple jobs, and I hate saying that because it makes it sound like I just jump around. But I have a few memories from jobs that I still knock to this day. So, whenever I worked at Starbucks for like the beginning of my transition, I believe. No, scratch that. I worked at Zaxby's when I first started transitioning. You did work at Zaxby's. And I, I told, I was an assistant manager. It was me, another assistant manager, and the general manager. And we were good friends. And I told the GM, I was like, hey. And she knew at some point I was going to transition. I just couldn't medically. <laughs> they just saw it coming. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't do it right now. So when the day come, when I started hormones, like a month later, she was like, you're going to, we're going to have to tell the crew, you know. I was like, it's not going to be fair for you for you to come in here and feel like you have to hide something. And at some point, if you stay here, you, there will be changes, you know. So we need to kind of explain to the crew if you want to, you know, that's your personal life. So we had a meeting that week, and we had, oh hell no, we had the whole. It just puts a target on your back. Well, no, no, it wasn't about me. So we oh, had okay. a monthly meeting with the crew. This is the managers would have a meeting with the crew about you know things they need to fix, yada yada. And I told her, I was like, okay, at this meeting, I'll go last. I'll explain it. You know, I'll tell everyone. Okay. So I had to come out to at least 20 people. Percent, most of them, about 60% were high schoolers. Okay. So I was just like, oh, this is going to be fun. So I told them, yeah. I was like, okay. He's like, I don't want y'all to feel like I don't like to lie to y'all. You know, I like to be honest. I was like, so I'm going to go from male to female. Things are going to change. I was like, I don't know about the name yet. So I kept, at the point I was using my dead name. I was like, but I do prefer she, her. And if you can't use it for some reason, don't use the other one. Just say they. Or just, just don't fucking talk to me. If you can't <laughs> use it, don't fucking talk to me. I have a Tyra Banks moment. <laughs> <laughs> we were rooting for you. Um, <laughs> but no. So I had to come out front of the end. I won't forget. I wasn't working that, that day awkward. and I went into the office and the one person who was the most aggravating worker that I did not get along with come knock on the door and was like, Hey, can I talk to you real quick? And I'm like, sure. Yeah. And he closed the door. And he was like, are you sure you're going to go by your name? I don't want to offend you. I want to be on the right same page with you. And I was like, took it back. Like, and I was like, no, you're fine right now. He said, okay. He's like, if I ever say anything, please tell me. Cause I don't want to offend you. And I was like, Aww. it shocked me, but so that it wasn't a bad there. Um, the only other bad, uh, I, before where I work now, I work for a company, a drug rehab facility in Texas for their call center. And 
Oh, yeah. Their manager that he got fired would do it occasionally, and he would be fixed by the other, because there's only three other people who worked with me at this call center where we were at, and would be fixed every time, but it was just like he wasn't fixing it, and it was getting pretty freaking aggravating. But also, I mean, the only thing that anyone's ever boosted my ego, when I started the job I have now, uh, my first month I was at a different facility because they had a mass hire a bunch of people for the clinic I work at. So I got sent to our Apopka location, which is about 15 minutes away. So when I finally got to go to my actual clinic for a day, uh, not no one knew I was trans, you know, no one. And I don't want people to go around saying my business, first of all, but it didn't bother me if they did. Yeah. We're not stealth, but we're not going to like. So someone misgendered me. One of the other new girls pulled her aside and I heard her. She goes, that's she, her. Okay. We got to use those pronouns. And I, which later on me and this girl went head to head and ended up arguing before she got fired. But it was like, oh, that's really nice of you. (laughs) Audrey walks into the building and they go, ow, kitty cat cunt. (laughs) And Audrey just comes in strutting like, yeah, (laughs) it's me. (laughs) Lord. So what is the goal in your career then? What do you mean by that question? So, like, where you're at now, is that your target? or where's Hell no. <laughs> so, what is your goal? What, what do you see yourself doing? Like, my dream job? Is that what you mean? Sure. If you... A dream. Okay. Believable my dream. dream. Don't tell me. Oh, it's, no, it's believable. Okay. It's believable. My dream, ultimately, for my end career, I want to be a nightclub entrepreneur. I want to have my own nightclubs that have my own... Um, drag shows everywhere. I want them to be different themed bars with events that people are going to be like, yes, fuck yes, I need to be a part of this. You know what I mean? I get yeah. that. I, I mean, not that that's my goal in my life, but that's something I've always thought would be cool to own a bar and it be mainly a good drag place. because. And I want to run it with my family. My mom has experience in the bar business. My dad really wants to open up his own nightclub. My children could eventually grow up and help me run my fucking bars. Wouldn't that be sickening? That would be family. If they want to, obviously. What's the uh, bar in New York? Flaming Flaming Flamingos? I don't fucking know. There's so many goddamn bars up there. I mean, most gay things are family owned. Most. Most. So it was the book circus in San Francisco that sold adult pornography gay was too... uh, a mom and a dad, and then they send it on to the oh kids. You've never heard about this? Alaska. No. Right oh, it's a there is a documentary on Netflix if you're ever interested. It's great. Like these of people, because like at the time, I mean, it's closed now, but at the time, you know, that's the only way you could get porn was going to go buy it in person, and like they were gone for the internet. They were very pivotal. At first, it took them a while, but they saw the money. So hey, there's money there. Oh, we need to have a porn episode. We will. That was one of the topics. So my goal, back on track here. My bad. <laughs> my goal uh, in my career is at this point to do nursing, um, which is what I'm about to go to school for. I want to stay in the healthcare field and level up, level up, money up, money up. That's, yeah. I just want to keep like, I love helping people. I have the patience to help people and I just want to keep doing it. Is being a nurse your end goal in the medical field, or do you want to go further than being a nurse? I may venture the idea of a nurse practitioner, 
That's, I mean, because okay. my, my goal in life, what I've always wanted to do is have my own schedule, not like one I set, but like when someone calls and they get set on a schedule, it's on my name and not, you know, somebody else's. I thought that would always be cool. But there's also a lot of legal issues that come into being a nurse practitioner and you could get a, you know, yeah. you're caring for I someone. Could, I could see you do like psychiatry shit. Well, yeah, there is. <laughs> There's a clinic here that I go to for hormones, and my provider there is a gay nurse practitioner. And I thought, you know, that's if I do that, that's the goal right there is to do something in the community that benefits the LGBT community that I can advance them in. Because as, so as much as people want to say that we have fine health care, we don't have good health care. You know, you go. To we'll a, get there. Yeah, we're going to get there. We'll get there. Ultimately, whatever the end goal is, being anything as a trans person is a successful end goal, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I feel bad for most people because, you know, the main work that most trans women get is either like pornography or sex work, you know? And yeah. I just. Or a drag queen, and that's it. Or a drag queen. And I don't know. I feel like we need to open the horizon for trans people to actually get more education yeah but people are so scared because like you don't know how people are going to accept you when you do this or that or you know and i can't say i haven't had that fear in the medical fields like well what if this patient doesn't want me working them up what are you know what am i going to do but you know i i have this great piece of philosophy you know you were saying that well what if they don't want you working on them or whatever. Well, you got to think about how other people feel about you working in there, whatever. My piece of philosophy is fuck what other people feel. Fuck what other people feel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't want me to touch you. All right. Well, fuck you. Fuck that. I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> you have you no can edit all that out. <laughs> but no, I mean, I mean, that is a fear most of us have. I won't forget, oh my goodness, I can't believe I just thought about this, when I worked at Starbucks, <laughs> which ironically is one of my favorite jobs I miss. And it's not because of the work, it's because of the people I work with. Because most people that work at Starbucks are like badass, and I miss a lot of the people I worked with. But I was working the drive through window, as I usually would, and this one lady pulled up, and I took her money, and then I got back to the window, and I was like, here's your card, you drink about shortly. And she had this like confused look on her face and this thing at Starbucks, if it's normally staffed, they want the person at the window to kind of engage the person and talking to make the time go by faster, even though it's taking a minute. So I would just, I I loved it. I get to talk to people while working, but um, (laughs) I, I don't, I don't want to do that. (laughs) I was talking to her and I asked, I was like, are you okay? She's like, can I ask you a personal question? And I was like, Ooh, you like here it go. I was like, sure. She goes, Are you one of those transformers? Not a transformer, <laughs> bitch. She said, Yes, ma'am, I am an Autobot. I am an 18 wheeler by day. <laughs> I, I was like, I'm transgender. She goes, Oh, okay. Yeah, that one. And I was like, Yeah, she goes, That's cool. All right. And I was like, All right. That's cool. All right. Come on, transformer. <laughs> I'm an 18 wheeler on the highway, girl. Just trucking on down. <laughs> Audrey said, Beep, beep. Oh, I will never forget that one because I just, 
I would have laughed in her face. I looked at the girl <laughs> beside me and I was like, she asked me if I was a transformer. <laughs> but I mean, some people just don't know the correct terminology. I know, I know, I know. I love it. But people will That's ask funny. bold questions and I don't, anybody listening, if you ever see a trans person and A, you're at their job or you're just in public, if you don't want your to ask your grandmother the question, don't ask the trans person the question. Okay, you're not going to ask your grandma about her vagina. You know, you can ask yeah. grandma how she's doing. You can ask her if she's on medications, but you ain't going to ask grandma what her vagina looks like because you don't want to know, and it's none of your business. Yeah. So I agree a hundred percent, like a hundred and ninety-eight percent. Speaking of, it just popped in my head of trans people at work. Have you ever? I don't have a story, but I'm going to see if you do. <laughs> have you ever gone in public and seen a trans person at work get, like, misgendered and speak up for them, in a sense? Let me see. Saying no is fine. Saying I'm sure I have. Hang on, because I'm really quick to be like... Bleh. I have the oh, opposite Yeah, story. when I lived in Asheville, um, one of my best friends on the planet, Katarina Eclipse, we used to work together at this wig store called Venus in Asheville. And this customer came in one time who um, Kat had expressed was a frequent, a frequent customer to the wig store, but I had never met them because I had just started. And they kept slipping up and calling her the wrong, gen- the you know, wrong pronoun. And I was like, she can help you. She will help you. You may go to her at register one. Like, and Kat was like, it's fine, it's fine. Because, you know, me and Kat are very similar. Like, when people misgender me, I can usually brush it off because I don't give a shit. I know what I am. I'm confident. But it was pissing me off because that was my friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so speaking of that, I have an opposite uh, one. And I do this sometimes. It depends on what mood I'm in. So I was at my favorite place in the world with a friend, at, which is Universal. Oh, and bitch. we were, it was hot. We just met the Grinch. This is during December. And I had to, we were going to go to Starbucks to get a drink to cool off. And we're in line in this to get in the Starbucks. And I get there and my friend's beside me. And I'm the only person getting a drink. So I was like, yeah, I just want to get a venti, yada, yada. She goes, okay, sir, can I get you anything else? And I like looked at my friend and I like, I changed my voice just a little. And I was like, I would also like to get, um, can we do double ice on that? Yes, sir. Anything else? Like, nope, that's it. She was like, Can I get your name? I was like, Audrey, A U D R E Y. All right, sir. Thank you so much. I was like, Okay, sir. Bitch. I said, Okay, sir. You have a wonderful day, sir. And she just looked at me stunned. And my friend was like, I didn't know what you were going to do. Was, <laughs> okay, sir. I was like, okay, sir. Move along. So sir. I start mis- I misgender <laughs> people who misgender me because it's that's a good way to come back. Opposite day, I guess, if that's what you're going to do. But I've, I've done that. And if she listens to this for any reason, I pre-apologize. I have misgendered my mother because my Hi. mom is <laughs> one of the people who does do it often. And I did it one day back and she got mad with me. And I was like, well, how do you think it? Is? You see how I feel, mom? <laughs> Girl. I um, There's this trans comedian that talks about how her brother does it. And she calls him a sex offender. And he gets pissed. And I was like, well, if titles matter, then uh, what do you want to be called? <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect so audrey i've got a really good question have you ever quit a job dramatically yes <laughs> this was Please explain this was before transitioning i 
was headed to work one morning. I worked at a used car dealership, okay? And I didn't live far from this place, and I was headed to work. And on the radio, they were asking people to call in for them to call their boss on the radio and quit their job. And I said, you know what? I'm quitting in a week anyways. So I called in, and they were like, you're really going to do this? And I was like, yeah. So we got on the radio. The My boss answered but then hung up apparently, but I still did it. And, yeah, I quit my job off a radio station. That is sick, Audrey. It was hysterical. I don't know if they've ever listened to it, but these were also people that told their kid he couldn't watch Harry Potter because they thought it would Girl. make him into a wizard. So, well, that's so fucking stupid. I cannot. Stupid, yeah. that was that. It was that kind of establishment. Had- I don't think I've quit a job dramatically. Mm-hmm. Um, I always gave my two weeks notice because my dad told me it was respectful, except for um, Walmart and Lidl. Yeah, I, I've only not given places that have treated me like crap two weeks notice, um, which would be, and don't hate me, I'm not even going to say their name. They're another popular, uh, they're the opposite of Walmart. They're the bougie Walmart. Um, I haven't given them a two-week notice. Harsh. And then I also didn't give Outback Steakhouse a two-week notice because they had rats. And I wasn't about that. <laughs> the one in Augusta? Had rats. Girl, I go there. It's good food, but they got rats. They, they may not anymore. baked potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> but when I worked there, this is when Pulse happened. So whatever year Pulse happened, I worked there. And they 2015. Had yeah. Nope. Uh, those are the only places I've never given. I've given a month of notice. I gave a month of notice to Zaxby's, actually. Um, so, yeah. If... If you treat me like crap, you ain't getting a notice. Okay? That part, bitch. Out. I don't need you. You need me. And it surprised me that Target treated me like crap. And it's not... I don't think Target treats his employees like crap, but I work third shift. And I felt like we got put on the back burner a lot. Always. Any third shift. And, like, I we would I would get there at, like, 3 a.m. We would go to our... I was in the soft lines putting up clothing. And most people that I worked with had full-time jobs other than me so they would be there from 4 a.m to 8 a.m and 8 a.m have to leave to go to their other job i don't have another job this was my job so they would leave me with the stuff that didn't get done there was one day i was there from 4 a.m to like 11 and they forgot i was there they were like oh you've been here this whole time it's like because y'all don't check in on me and then when the like cashier the morning cashiers come in they would huddle around they would be like we're so proud of y'all they would give them breakfast we would get not shit be right get to work go go and i'm like this is this is bullshit yeah oh and (laughs) one of my favorite places i worked at starbucks i gave them a two-week notice but i cut it short so we um and if any of my starbucks old uh I about said employees. Co-workers. 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 <laughs> they had a stroke and you all just sat there and listened to it. Um, <laughs> let it happen. You just let it happen. Um, <laughs> cancel. 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 <laughs> no. So I would work. I worked early shift at Starbucks. And when the store opened at fucking four, we'd be there at five, I think. Um, there would be some mornings that whoever the manager was would run late and the store wouldn't open on time. 
So we would just be sitting in the parking lot waiting for the manager to get there to open the door so we could start setting stuff up. My last week, it happened again, and it happens to be the general manager. And I looked at my watch, was in like 45 minutes late from when the store opened. So I got in my car, went home. I get home, I get a phone call, a text message. Where are you? The store is now open. I'm not coming. You should have been on time. You are the general manager. She said, eat my ass. So then it was like last four days of my notice. The next day they texted me, oh, you're not here for your shift. Didn't reply. Then the following day, oh, are you coming in? We need some help. Like, are we not grasping the hint? I remember that. <laughs> are we they not? didn't know you quit. Like, bitch, like, get the, home, get, get get the, the hint. hint. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I do regret that because I could have, while we were here and needed extra money, worked the morning shift at Starbucks. But, which I probably could. I don't know how long that kind of stuff lasts for. They don't remember that shit. They don't care. They don't, but. They're, they're all desperate for workers right now anyway. Girl, we went to Crystal's last night. And there was only, it it was good. It was only the manager, one lady, and a guy, okay? And they're running with their heads cut off. And my husband went to go ask, can I get a refill on this Dr. Pepper? And the guy was like, oh, I'm sorry. It's only my second day. And I'm like, oh, God. And they had him doing everything. This kid. You ain't got to be sorry. Just give me my fucking refill. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God. And then I went, we were doing Uber Eats today for extra cash. I went into a Papa John's, and it was only one person in there. One. I was like, what, what the hell? Like, I would leave. I would shut. I would. It's just me. <laughs> shut it down. Shut Locking it down. the doors. Ain't no one getting pizzas till you get me I need $30 an hour. Mm-mm, I do not. I will not pull on extra load. I've only done extra at my job currently when we were short staff, and it was me, another medical assistant at LPN. When we had like one or two providers, but they do that again to me. And I'm just going to be sitting there like, oh, cool. You got patients here. Good luck. Yeah, my boss is awesome. So if he ever asked me to work extra hours, I'm like, I got you. Mm-mm. Because he lets me go home early all the time. It ain't worth the stress. Mm-mm. <laughs> I don't work for a chain, though, so I'm not upset about it. If I worked for a chain, I'd be like, fuck y'all. That is, that is something like, I, this is, I work for a mom and pop business. Yeah. So. I I mean, I work for a nonprofit organization that's really big. We have like three different CEOs, but I really wish I did work for a, just a doctor's office, like a private owned office, because they have a lot more, like we don't have a no-show policy. These people could show up an hour late and still try to be seen, and it's aggravating. Like if I worked at a private doctor's office 15 minutes late and you get charged $25 and reschedule, like yeah. why I hate, like, and the fact that they let this happen. And I, not knocking my job, I do love my job in the company, but that's how I got COVID. But I also knew I was going to get it at some point because I work in the medical field, you know, so. You got pussy COVID. No, it was, I got it from working in family, actually. I'm like 98 confident I can pin down the person that gave me COVID because she was complaining. She had a cough, but she said, oh, it's just a tickle in the back of my throat because she coughed once in the room. And I was just like. She said, I'm not wearing a fucking mask. Oh, you have, we have. They have to, we have to. Which is why I don't wear makeup to work. Because who's going to wear makeup with a mask? Exactly. Just put a nice brow on, call it a day. Not even that. They don't get that out of me. Luckily, I don't have to wear a mask at work. Because I just sit at my desk by myself all the time. And it's just me at my desk. I don't fucking move. (laughs) I I mean, I I have to get up and move. Because then my ADD is going to kick in. And Mm -mm. I don't want to do anything. 
sometimes I get paid to just get on Google Maps and drive around and pretend like I'm on a vacation. <laughs> like, <laughs> ooh, the Bahamas this time of the year. It's nice. <laughs> mm, it's real nice. Let me drive. Go for a drive. And instead of taking hours, it takes a couple minutes just a couple to get wherever clicks. I want to go. Just six clicks and I'm in Jamaica. That part. As long as you can spell it, you can go there. That is hysterical. I don't think <laughs> I have ever heard someone say they use Google Maps to go on a vacation. I do. That is what I do when I'm bored. I go on Google Maps and I just adventure. I love. I have a weird fascination with maps. I love maps. Okay. I have always looked at globes when I was little and I was obsessed. Oh, okay. I'll tell there's something I'll tell you off camera that's not it's not even the deal of job, so I'm not gonna put it out there. It'll probably be in another episode later on. But um have you ever had a weird job interview situation that it just felt weird the whole interview? For sure. Okay. <laughs> that long pause for my first ever. I think it was my first ever job interview. I think I was like 16 or 17 years old. It was for um PetSmart <laughs> in Lexington. And and I I wasn't even living in Lexington at the time. So I don't know why the fuck I decided to go apply there and do this interview. I was like, I'll get a ride. Bitch, I didn't even have a car. So <laughs> I did this interview to be a groomer knowing I was 16 or 17 years old and they were going to fucking hire me. And they were asking me about my job experience. And I was like, um, I'm in marching band. <laughs> <laughs> and I told them and they were like, well, what did you like? They asked me what I want to see in my future. And I was like, well, I want to be a full-time drag queen. And I was like, Oh shit! I should not have said because it. it was the old ass Southern lady interviewing me too. It was so awkward because she was just staring at me and she would not blink the entire time. And then oh. I'm not done yet. Oh god! And she's like, "Well, how do you feel about working with animals?" And I was like, "I love animals. I grew up on a farm, and sometimes I think working with animals is easier than working with people." And she goes, "Well, people don't try to bite you." And I go. Not all of them. (laughs) (laughs) And I did not get the job. I don't think it was because I was trans. It was obviously because I was awkward and she didn't want to work with me. (laughs) And I was probably too young. Probably. My strangest interview was uh, probably a year ago. I was doing an interview for, I don't remember what type of doctor's office. I had applied for several when I first got my job and this lady called me back and she was like, so why are you trying to leave your current job? I was like, I'm only leaving if I get more money. She said, okay, well, don't mind me asking how much do you get paid now? And I told her, she goes, oh yeah, we could not definitely do that. She's like, I can see, but since you don't have a year experience yet, it'll be hard, but we can definitely see. She's like, well, let me ask you, what do you do at your job now? And I told her, I was like, you know, I help procedures. I've seen this, that, and this, and that. She goes, oh, yeah, you definitely won't be doing that here. You'll just be doing vitals. And I was like, okay, cool. She goes, so what do you see yourself in a few years? And I was like, well, I want to go to bed nursing school. Oh, yeah, we definitely can't help you with that. And I'm just like, I don't think you want your job anymore. Like, are you okay? Like, <laughs> she was not selling this company to me not one bit every question oh yeah we definitely don't do that 
And I'm just no, like, she was trying to get you to just leave the interview. <laughs> hit the end call button, please. End it. Yeah. Girl, I I left liking my company. Company. That's what she did. She made me like my job more. Oh, I think that is the strangest interview I've ever had. Yeah. Yeah. Work. That would have been awkward. It was awkward. Well, we've talked about our jobs, us being trans weird incidents at our jobs and now things about interviews i think that wraps up this episode yeah if you guys want to know more about our careers and our goals and all that good stuff check out our facebook page the tea girls and you can leave us questions give us ideas for new topics for new episodes and all that jazz yes please go like follow and subscribe we greatly appreciate it You guys have a great day. Click that share button or whatever, too. Mm -hmm. Have a fantastic day. Bye.